glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Saints of God, I wanted to come tonight just to do this short recording. As the Spirit of God gave me permission, I have been reflecting all day long about how we have drifted so far away from praying and fasting as we should as a household of faith. My God, I was going through social media and I ran across a message from a brother of mine who was believing God for a miracle by Monday. And immediately as I read it, the Spirit of God said to me, Fast for your brother. My God. Then I began to reflect and I said, You know what? We don't do that anymore for one another. We don't fast anymore for one another as we should. We barely pray for one another as we should. My God. And I believe it is a season. It is a time for us to get back to the basics. You can be the greatest apostle or prophet or pastor. But if you don't have a prayer life. What good is your ministry? So I laid here tonight and I just began to pray and intercede for leaders in the body of Christ, for people who are in positions in government. I began to pray and cry out for the nations, for our community. So much, so much is going wrong, my God, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I just feel so led to read this verse of scripture. And then I'm going to pray. James 5 and 16, according to the King James Version, states, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. That ye may be healed. My God. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I don't have to do a whole bunch of exegeting when it refers to this scripture. It is so self-explanatory. In order for your prayers to be heard, you must be righteous. God doesn't answer the prayers of those who are choosing to disobey him and choosing to willingly sin. God answers the heart and the prayers of those who are righteous. Those not saying you have to be perfect, but those who are quick to repent when they know that they have offended God. My God. But the part of this text that just blew my mind was when the scripture says according to the C portion that ye may be healed man of God woman of God when you confess your sins to your brother or your sister and you earnestly pray for them your prayers 
can help to heal your brother or your sister. You're supposed to pray for their healing. Not pray for their demise and their downfall. My God, we don't know how to cover one another. And I'm not saying cover up sin. But we don't know how to cover one another in love and in prayer. And with compassion and with mercy. When we make mistakes. God began to deal with me. I posed the question. A few people corresponded. A few people inboxed me. And they were like, woman of God, this is so so true we don't pray and we don't fast for one another but if our favorite preacher comes to town or lord have mercy let a prophet come to town we will skip service at our church to go to somebody else's church and listen to a prophet and we leave home undone we don't care about our prior commitments where we're supposed to be. We uproot and we go places. We chase names. We chase personalities. But you better make sure. That whomever you are chasing. That they have a prayer life. Because if you don't have a prayer life. You are powerless. I don't care how great you prophesy. If you don't have a prayer life. Where you are waging war. And you are fighting the battle in the spirit I'm telling you it's a waste of energy I don't follow powerless people and there are popular preachers that I would they can come right next door and I won't go to see them not that I'm a hater not that I'm jealous or envious but I like people who pray with power dunamis power exousia I like power I like miracles signs Wonders, healing, spontaneous breakthrough. You can't keep saying the same thing over and over and over to me and you not have any type of demonstration behind what you're saying. That's why the Apostle Paul said that when we preach, we're supposed to preach with power and demonstration. Those are the signs that you are a child of God because you have his exousia, you have his power. You know, we can't continue to pray and even fasting. You know, you fasting to look good. That's carnality. Yes, it can help with your health. But ultimately, fasting should be done so that you can be in tune with the spirit of God, not with your flesh. So if you aren't going to eat that piece of fried chicken because you don't want to gain weight. If that's more important to you than fasting for your brother or your sister in the spirit realm, you are wasting your time. You need not even say you're fasting. Just say you're dieting because that's what it is. Most diets, they restrict you from eating. So some of you are claiming things, I fast. And I lost all this weight. No, honey, you just went on a diet. Because when you fast, everything about you changes. Glory to God. Your continence changes. Your speech changes. Your desire, your zeal for ministry, all of that changes. Glory be unto God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We have to stop doing things that the world does. I know Buddhists who fast and pray. I know Muslims, they hit the ground at a certain time, no matter where they are, and they fast and they pray. 
they live a lifestyle of that. And we are the children of God. And we can't push away the plate on Sunday. Or we stop eating what we want to eat. But the first opportunity that presents itself for us to grab it back again and divulge it, we do it. It was never in our heart, really. Because I've been praying and I said, Father, when I fast, I want certain things that I desire, that I crave, be it food, be it clothing, be it whatever apparel, whatever my desires are. I said, Father, I want to lose the taste for it. I don't ever want to have that craving for that thing again. I don't want to not eat to turn back around and eat it again or divulge in it again. I said, God, I want you to deliver me. Deliver me from bad habits. Deliver me from things that would keep me separate from you, from hearing from you. God, take that taste away. I don't want to eat certain meats. I don't want to do certain things. Not that I think I'm holier than thou, but I told God I want to live the best life that I can live now. He told me when you fast for me, I'll teach you. I'll teach you how to abstain from certain things, certain idols. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we have to understand, saints, that this is a season that you can't expect God to move greatly for you. And you're barely sacrificing anything for him. God is attracted to those who sacrifice. When you sacrifice anything for God, he makes certain that he gives you more of a return that you ever even desired to get rid of in the first place. He gives you back triple, if not more, unfathomable return. My God, we've gotten lazy and slothful. But yet we condemn other faiths. But they are more committed to their God than we are to ours. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your name. Saints, I'm going to pray. But I want you to pray and meditate on that. Meditate on James 5 and 16. Confess your faults one to another. That's something else. We can't talk to our brothers and sisters anymore because they uncover us the first chance they get, the first moment we bump heads. People who once highly esteem you, I'm telling you, they will dog you out. They will stone you. They will nail you to the stake. We can't cover one another anymore. We're lazy. We're slothful. We're greedy. The word is less. Shiftlessness. We love excessively abusing things. We love to overeat. We love to overdress. We love to outdo. We are very extra. That's the word I hear today. You know, in this day and age, that's the trending word extra. We're doing the most. You know, we just do too much of the wrong things and not enough of the right things in the body of Christ. 
We dress like the world. We imitate the world. I mean, come on. We compromise on every side. You know, will the real body of Christ please stand up? My God, take back your authority because you've given it to man. You've given it to the world. You've allowed the world to come in and take your position right underneath your nose. And you're dressing like them, listening to their music and thinking that it's okay. When in all actuality, they have turned the tables. They own the corporations. They're making the money. They have built up their system. And look at us. Look at the children of God. Begging, borrowing. Depending on another system to take care of us. That is not the will of God. And I'm telling you, people of God, when we begin to pray, when we begin to humble ourselves and seek his face and pray, God will come in to our situations and he will turn everything inside out for his glory. But we don't seem to think that anything is wrong. Leaders are falling by the wayside. The sheep are scattered. People are hurting. My God from Zion. And all we can seem to do is turn a blind eye and a deaf ear because it's not in our house. Well, I hate to tell you this, but we are one body of many members. If it's happening to your neighbor, huh, you better believe trouble is in your neighborhood too. It's right next door. If it happens to your neighbor, honey, you are next. My God. There's an old saying, well, if God bless my neighbor, then glory to God. I know my turn is next because he's in the neighborhood. Well, guess what? So it is with trouble. If trouble have hit your neighbor and y'all are both saved, then guess what? That means trouble in your neighborhood too. School shootings, it may not have been your child in their school, but it's in the same community. Scandals in the church, come on here. It may not be your pastor, but that's your pastor's friend. So guess what? Your pastor is not exempt. We have to begin to fast and pray for one another in this season like never before. Glory to God. We have to have one another's back. The world has each other's back. The lesbian and gay community, they may not like one another, some of them, but they stick together. Christians will stab a Christian in the back while hugging them and smiling in their face. And they could see. The enemy attacking their brother or their sister. They're going to smile with you and watch them stab you in the back and say nothing. That is not the way of the kingdom of God. We have to change some things, my God. And I'm not saying this just to you. This is knocking at my door also. My doorbell is ringing. My God. God told me I want you to 
avail yourself to my people from every walk of life. Tamara, I don't want you to think you better or you greater than anybody because guess what? I want you to get so low. I'm going to send you some places that other people will cringe at just the mere thought, but I'm going to send you because I can trust you because you don't think yourself to be better than anyone else. And that is the type of people that God is looking for. Certainly, do I like nice things? Yes. Do I think myself? I don't think myself, but I know that I am who God says that I am. But when it comes down to others in humanity, I want to treat my fellow brother or sister, be it if they're on drugs, alcohol, whatever, a rapist, a murderer. God said, you and them, the only difference is that you have me and they don't know about me. No different. Sin is sin. He said, I want you to make yourself lowly and meek. Glory to God that my people who don't know me, that when they see you, you don't have to tote a Bible. You don't have to wear a title. All you have to do is just smile at them and they would look on your face and say, she is different and they will want to come to you to talk to you and then you can sow the seed there you can plant you can plow you can water whatever it is that i would have you to do glory to god god hates a proud look a lying tongue he hates those things those that sow discord among the brethren god hates it he hates it Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. It's time. It's time for us to humble ourselves. It's time to fast and pray. It's time to call out into heaven. It's time to speak out and decree and declare over the nations. Glory be unto God. I'm tired of walking out of my house and seeing little girls with shorts on that look like undergarments. I'm sick and tired of seeing drug addicts take over the neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of seeing children standing on the bus corner in the morning before the dew has even subsided. And you got drug addicts that haven't been to bed all night long walking the streets. I'm sick and I'm tired of seeing these things. I'm tired of hearing mothers curse their children out like dogs in public and private or whatever. I'm just so tired of seeing what I see. But everybody wants to preach the gospel. Everybody wants to teach. But there are people that you walk over in your own neighborhood to get on a plane and go to another country. When there is ministry in your backyard. There's ministry when you open your door. But yet you count them as least and you go where you want to be celebrated God told me this is not your gospel you don't have a ministry this is my ministry this is my gospel you're just a vessel you're a container that I desire to use so that I can reach those who are lost perhaps you're lost tonight perhaps you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins perhaps you were once in the church, you were once a part of the kingdom of God and you left because you were hurt, you were bruised, you were broken, you were lied on, you were ignored, you didn't understand. But let me tell you something, I stopped by on my way to glory to tell you that Jesus loves you. He has need of you. 
your problems, your lack of resources, whatever it is, none of that is worth your soul. God is not concerned about that as much as he is concerned about your soul, about where you will spend your eternity. Young people are being killed by the thousands every so many minutes. You can be listening to this today and you can be a teenager. Life is not promised to you. That's why you need eternal life. That you would go and be with God when the life on this side ends. So I ask you. Right where you are to think about the condition of your life. Think about where you are and where God is willing to take you. But you just can't go because you refuse to accept him. I want you to know that you need Jesus. You can't do anything apart from him. It will fail. I'm a living witness. It will fail. I had so much right in my grip. But I didn't have Jesus and all of that slipped through my fingers. An LPN degree, great jobs, even relationships. I didn't have Jesus, so they were not able to be maintained. You need Jesus. Perhaps you have a degree. Perhaps you have resources. You have money. But you still need Jesus because none of those things are promised to you. If you know, if you think about your life and your eternity. Because hell is real. And some people say, well, it doesn't matter. I'm dead. But the torture. If you read the book of Revelation, the torture. And what good is it to live now separate from God? You can enjoy the most blessed life. Bountiful blessed life right here, right now. My God. If that's you and you know that you are not right with God. I want you to repeat these words after me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to come into my heart and to save me. I know that I may not have need of much physically. Or perhaps you may have need of things and you just don't know where else to turn. I want you to pray this with me. I need you to touch, heal, and deliver me. I desire to know you, God, in the pardon of my sins. And I thank you for Jesus, whom you sent. To save me and give me eternal life. I believe. Therefore I receive you. And I know that with you all things are possible if I believe. I believe that my salvation is real. And I thank you for the darling precious gift. In your son who granted me the ability. To be with you. When life on this side comes to an end for me, I thank you. I thank you and I believe you and I love you. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. And thank God if you pray that prayer, then you need to have faith and believe that you are now a child of God. You 
have access to so much. Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you read that whole chapter, you will read about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not like the kingdom of man. It's not like the world system. You cannot see it with the naked eye. It is spiritual, but it is God's rule. You are a child of God. Now you have God's power and authority. You don't have to wait for things to happen. You can make them happen in faith in God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My prayer for you is that you would find a church where you can grow and learn the truth of the word of God. That is my prayer for you. Glory to God. Glory to God. And for the rest of you that are listening, I want to say a prayer for you also. And then I will come to a close. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy, for your grace. Thank you that it is renewed every morning. Oh, God. I thank you in the name of Jesus for your strength, for your power, for your forgiveness, for your gentleness and your compassion. Thank you that you are looking over us, that you have your finger on the world. You have your feet. Oh, glory to God. Imprinted in the earth. No one can deny your existence, no matter how hard they try. Thank you. That every knee would bow and every tongue would confess that Jesus is Lord. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every region of this world. I pray for every leader, every mother, every father, every brother, every sister, every family member. Oh, God, who don't know you in the pardon of their sins. Father, I pray for those who are embarking upon a new season where you are doing a new thing you are having them to rewrite the vision for some of them they have yet to write the vision the first time but i thank you father in the name of jesus that they will get busy and write the vision and that they would wait on your voice i thank you father in the name of jesus that at the sound of my voice every sickness and disease is subject unto it oh god not by my power, God, but by the power that you have invested in me, O oh God. Father, we come against every cancer. We come against HIV and AIDS. We come against every sickness of the mind, of the body, of the bloodstream, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus. We come against every generational curse, O oh God, uh, in the name of Jesus. O oh God, Father, we ask you to help us in our prayer life. Help us in our life of consecration and fasting, O oh God. Father, I pray for your people tonight, Lord God. Oh, yes, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for greater miracles, signs, and wonders, even this Sunday in worship, oh God. Yes, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they would drive out devils, that they would lay hands on the sick, and that the sick would recover, oh God. I thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you right now for all that you're doing, oh God. Thank you, Father, that your hands is on government, oh God. 
Oh, Father, I pray for California. I pray for Texas and Louisiana. I pray for Oregon, oh God. I pray for Pennsylvania. I pray for Washington, oh God. I pray for Detroit, oh God. Father, I pray for Canada, oh God. I pray for Florida, oh God. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, I pray for Massachusetts, oh God. I pray for Rhode Island, oh God, and Baltimore, oh God. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Chicago. I pray for Arizona. I pray for Minnesota. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Nebraska. Oh, God, hallelujah for Wyoming. Oh, God, I pray for Delaware. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Oklahoma. Oh, God, I pray for Arkansas. Oh, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I pray for Ohio, oh God, in the mighty precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray for all the states in our union, oh God. I pray for all the continents, oh God, that your spirit, oh Father, would be poured out as never before, oh God. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Father, that you're doing a new thing. Oh, glory to your name. I thank you for what you're doing with the apostles and prophets. Thank you, God, that you have made us foundational gifts and twin towers for your glory. Oh, Father, we humbly serve you. Teach us how to serve one another again. Teach us how to love one another again. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. From the pulpit to the pew. Into the communities and abroad. Oh, God, I thank you for what you're doing. Oh, God, thank you for social media. Thank you, Father, for the different platforms that we can connect with your people and bless them. Where others may not understand and they may ridicule those of us who are anointed and who are called to social media to spread the glorious gospel. Father, we forgive them, but they know not what they do, what they say, the way that they behave. But Father, we speak in the name of Jesus that every person that would come in contact with our Facebook pages and Twitter pages and Instagram and Pinterest, oh God, whatever other social Media outlets are out there, God, that whenever they connect with us, oh, Father, that they would see you and hear you, that they would desire to know you, oh, God, Father, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, God, Father, to speak a word of encouragement in due season to your people, God. And Father, I ask you that you would guard every person who's listening to this, no matter where they are. If they are imprisoned, if they are in a psychiatric unit, if they're at work, if they're at home, whatever state of mind that's outside of the mind of Christ. Father, I ask that you would take their mind into captivity, oh God, that you would claim their mind, oh Father, in the name of Jesus and that it would not be subjected to anyone else or anything else, oh Father, according to their own will, oh God, if they desire if they so desire to yield their own will and their own mind and emotions to you, God, I pray tonight that you would touch them.
and do something miraculous, something that has never been done. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. And thank God. I love you, people of God. There is absolutely nothing that you can do about it. I love you with God's love and I love you with my own love. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Oh, hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, glory to your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What we need like never before is the love of God. Hallelujah. Love covers a multitude of sins. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. I love you people of God. There is nothing you can do about it.